Hello and welcome to the ETOF21 Sports Podcast for Monday, September 21st. How is everyone doing this lovely fall Monday? My name is Eric. I am the man behind ETOF21 Sports. You can find my work at ETOF21 Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and yes, TikTok. How is everyone doing? Do we enjoy week two? I am not going to lie. It was a rough day for me and my boys at week two. I lost seven units in all sports yesterday. Had some stuff go against me. Thought I would be on the right side, but, you know, read some games wrong, and that's on me, boys. You know, I will make it up to you. It's been a rough week. I'm not going to lie, but, you know, long-term results work, and my long-term results do work. You can look at my spreadsheets at ETOF21Sports to see all my work. I do not hide from anybody. We're going to grind in it. We're going to tackle it head-on, and we're going to get this going in the right direction. Obviously, Monday is always Reaction Monday, where I tell my thoughts about what I saw during the games and where I was right, where I was wrong. Let's jump right into it. The first game, and this one hits very home for me, is the Lions 21, the Packers 42. Lions were up 14-3. to Packers, you then take advantage of the weak Lions secondary, but this is my issue. Issue number one. Patricia is supposed to be a defensive-minded coach, and you give up 42 points. I mean, there has not been one thing that Patricia has done during his tenure where the Lions are in a better position than they were in when Caldwell was here. That's number one. Okay, number two, where's this pass rush? The Packers' offensive line is not that good, and they weren't getting any of the pass rush, and they're allowing Aaron Rodgers just to sit back there and pick the pick the Lions' defense apart. And then they couldn't stop the run at all. Aaron Jones was just eating. This team continually used to take steps and steps and steps backwards, and for whatever reason, the Lions' organization refuses to fire him. Refuses to fire him. Which is... I mean, which speaks a lot about the organization and how they value the fans. Uh, Packers, I mean, Rodgers is Rodgers. Like I said at the beginning of my season preview, I knew Rodgers was pissed. I thought the offensive line wouldn't be able to protect him. But, you know, so far through two games, they are able to protect him. I, but I expect once the competition picks up a little bit, um, it'll be a, not as easy for him. We did lo- we had, we had the Lions straight up to win because I thought I'd see a better effort, and then we had the Lions plus the six. But when you're up fourteen to three, up double digits points on the road, you got to be able to finish finish the game. This is another blown lead by Patricia. The fact Patricia has not been fired yet, it just utterly amazes me. And is my goal in life to have the same security in a job that Matt Patricia has with the Lions right now? Um, now let's jump into the Giants Bears. Devastating news, and it was a theme all all. Um, all day yesterday. Another injury. Sha- Saquon Barkley. Rumor is a torn ACL, which would be devastating news for the second-year player. Out, no, excuse me, the third-year player out of Penn State. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's really bad. And, you know, we wish him from ETOF 2 on sports to Saquon a speedy recovery. But let's is, is there a worse 2-0 team than the Bears? This 2-0 is a complete bluff. Giants had a chance to win that game. That play call was absolutely awful. And the play call before with the little out to Lewis to get a couple more yards. Like, what the fuck was that? I need balls going to the end zone. I need Danny Dimes making a play. I'm I'm really disappointed. I thought the Giants' offensive line would be a little bit better. Bears' offensive line is playing better than I will give them credit. And, I mean... Everyone badmouths Trubisky. The thing about Trubisky is he just does what he does. I mean, he's two and zero now, and they're leading the Central. They're tied. They're tied. Central. They're tied with the North of the Packers. So I mean, 
do I think he's the long-term answer at quarterback? No, but if the defense plays like this, Trubisky will be able to put him in position and the defense played a lot better. But was that because the Giants offense lost Barkley and isn't as good as the Lions offense or this defense is for real? I like to use a four-week sample before I can really judge what a team is and what a team isn't. So that was, um, it was an interesting game. You know, we, we won the Giants plus the five and a half. We lost the money line. Should have won the money line. Should have been a better play at the end. Um, Falcons at the Cowboys. Falcons were up huge. They were up huge. And this is kind of like my issue with the Falcons and Dirk Cutter. When they're up big, they play fast instead of slow. Why not just play a little bit slower, not press it? I mean, that's a bad loss. I mean, you're up big and it was just a bad loss. I mean, that was just a real bad. I'd hate to be a Falcons fan today. And, you know, I'll give the Cowboys credit. I'll give that credit. I sent out to all my guys the uh, DFS breakdown. Cashed four out of my six lineups, made some money on DFS. That Prescott was going to be the guy. And moving forward, I think any quarterback against this Falcons defense, I'm going to be invested in DFS because they can't stop shit. This Falcons defense literally can't stop shit. And everyone knew that was going to be the case. If you listen to any of my stuff, I had serious questions about the defense going into the offseason, and it's proving to be correct. This defense can't stop anything. Hell, my fat ass could pass for four TDs and over 400 yards against them. But on the flip side, since the defense is so bad, you want to be invested in this Falcons offense because they are going to put up numbers week in and week out. But, yeah, that's a bad loss. Um, I don't understand why you just don't throw jump on the ball. I know the ball is spinning. I know, but you allowed the Cowboys to box it out, get the 10 yards. They got the bounce. They jumped on it. Yeah, that was a real bad loss. Real bad loss for the Falcons. Colts against the Vikings. Colts 28-11. to I mean, another devastating loss. Paris Campbell goes down. Anyone that read the ETOF 2-1 Sports Draft Guy knew that I was high on Campbell because historically the slot wide receiver has done better in this offense. Zach Fiscal makes that an automatic pickup in terms of waiver wire transactions. They get the job done 28-11. to Jonathan Taylor good, looked good. Naheem Hines came back down to earth. Jonathan Taylor obviously emerges the RB1 as most was suspected. Offensive line played better. Defense, you know what? I really... Defense limited Minnesota, but let's be honest, Minnesota is it this isn't the Minnesota in the last couple of years. Offensive line isn't as good, defense isn't as good, and the back four is god awful. So moving forward, I mean Minnesota is a team in DFS I like to play against, but Mike Zimmer definitely has his hands full up in Minnesota country. I just don't um how can I say this? But yeah, like they just don't they're just not clicking. It's going to take every a while to get everything in order and going in the right direction. Bills at Miami. Um, Miami had a chance here. Bills couldn't have put him away. Josh Allen, yes, he put up great fantasy numbers, as he usually does. But is, is this guy really the quarterback that's going to put you over the hump? He still misses way too many throws, way too inaccurate. And like I've said numerous times, if your leading rusher is a quarterback, you're going to struggle. Now, granted, Singletary led him with 56 yards, but I really think their best play is to have Moss being that lead dog, being that alpha, being the in-between and the goal line back. Um, I mean, Buffalo, I mean, they beat the Miami and the Jets. Are you really that impressed with them? Fitzpatrick put him in a position to win. Um, they play the Jags in a short week. And let's be honest, like, the worst thing is for Tua to play in that game with how bad that offensive line is. I hope Dolphins fans understand that Tua is definitely a step down than a step up from Fitzpatrick at right now. Anyone know anyone who listens to my stuff knows I'm not a Tua guy, but 
yeah, I just really feel that they need to keep doing what they're doing. Defense needs to do a better job getting to the quarterback and maintaining. Um, it should be an interesting game on Thursday. Next game, 49ers at the Jets. 49ers, Jesus, they have to stay out east. They play the Giants next week. I mean, Garoppolo, high ankle sprain. Raheem Mostert goes down. Joey Bosa, fear torn ACL. I mean, 49ers lost a lot. I mean, this is another game. We had the plus seven, and Jets didn't get it done. But here's my thing with the Jets. You know, everyone's, oh, Jets shouldn't draft Trevor Lawrence. Okay, all right. So when I when I think you should build a team, how I think you should build a team is from the from the inside out. So yes, I agree with you. If you think the Jets should get an offensive lineman, but I hope everyone realizes Darnold's not the guy moving forward. I have been adamant about this. Sam Darnold gets a bigger pass than anyone else in the NFL, and it blows my mind how he does. Sam Darnold is not the guy. I remember this one guy. He touts himself as like pro football opinion on social media. His argument was like, two throws a game, Darnold looks really good. So you're bitching at me for two throws a game, Darnold looks pretty good. I can go any NFL quarterback and show you two throws a game where they look good. I want to see complete product. And Darnold hasn't progressed. And I've said it all the time. If the quarterback does not take that big step forward in year two, he's not going to take that big step forward. Has Darnold took any steps forward since he got in the NFL? The answer is no. You can argue he's taken, he's maintained, and he's taken steps backwards. Darnold's not the guy. And Jets hopefully realize that sooner rather than later. And if they go offensive line, I'm fine with that. But in a couple years, they're going to have to go in a different direction in quarterback. Um, Rams 37-19. Hey, I had the Eagles. Eagles are a train wreck right now. Eagles are in some serious danger right now. Rams, I mean, hindsight being 20-20, you put McVay in lockdown and let them come up with more offensive plays. They, they look better. Huge blow for me as Cam Akers once down with a rib injury. I have to do a little bit more research to see how severe it is. But like I said in any of my Rams breakdowns, their running backs score touchdowns. And right now, Malcolm Brown is the guy. If Akers is healthy, I really do believe that he will overtake that because he was in there in the red in the green zone inside the 10 when he got tackled and hurt his ribs. So we'll have to keep an eye on that moving forward. But yeah, Rams look good. Rams look like they're the class of the uh, of the West right now. Only two games in, Rams and Cardinals. Even the Seahawks are two and zero. So I mean, that West is shaping up to be a very solid division. Eagles offensive line fumbles, defense. Oh, Carson Wentz not looking too good. Jalen Hurts getting more run. Eh, it could be a long, long year in Philly. Um, Broncos twenty one twenty six. I mean. Drew Locke went down, Dreskel came in, put in position to cover, got the cover for me and my boys. We're sitting on the plus seven, which is great. But this Broncos team is way more talented than they show. Vic Vangio still doesn't understand proper clock management skills, so he's proving that he's only a defensive coordinator. You guys have to understand that there's certain coaches where they're only assistants. They can't go over that threshold to be, quote, unquote, the man. And sadly, that's what Vic is showing us. He can't be the man. He's made some very bad time management decisions, which have cost him. Um, Steelers, you know, I know we're standing at Steelers Futures for the for the whatever conference they're in. I'm spacing on at the North and to win the Super Bowl. They look pretty good. Offensive line, I'm still a little worried about because it's banged up. And I told everybody, people DM me. I said, look, if you pick up Benny Snell, it's a short-term solution. It's not a long-term solution. And... 
they went right back to James Conner. So all everybody that was posting stuff, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. You are wrong about James Conner. James Conner was clearly the alpha, clearly the lead back. So let's just pump the brakes with everything. Everyone always overreacts, and it always cracks me up. Um, Panthers, 17. Bucks, 31. Again, CMC went down with an ankle injury. So the severity of the injury, I don't know. He's going to get an MRI done today, but that would be a huge blow. And it was kind of like my thing I talked about the, with my Panthers season preview that Sterling and I did, Sterling from Silver Star Sports. I said they run McCaffrey so much, he's bound to get hurt one of these days. And look at, sure enough, he did. He has gotten hurt. The severity, I don't know. But they have to do a better job of limiting his amount of touches just to just to save his career at this time. Because if you, you don't want to run this poor guy into the ground. Let's not get it twisted. I mean, it was clearly the Bucks defense. Bucks defense played great. Shutting him out in the first half, only allowing 17. I, this Bucks defense is a lot better than advertised. Um, Panthers got a little damage time. Millards, they, they made it close late, but the Bucks were able to pull away. I'm still not sold in this Bucks team. Offensively, they still have a lot of questions. Um, line doesn't look that great. Who's the lead running back? Jones or Fournette? Missing Godwin. Godwin's hurt with a concussion. I'm buying the Bucks defense, selling the Bucks offense. Jake's 33 Titans. No, Jake's 30, Titans 33. High-scoring affair. Who would have thought this? I mean, honestly, who would have thought this game would be that high-scoring affair? Titans are another team. In my eyes, they're kind of a bluff 2-0. I really don't think this team is that good. You have a liability in the kicker with uh, Gankowski. Tannehill is Tannehill, but you really think, does everyone really think he's this good as a quarterback? No. John New Smith balled out, clearly the lead wide receiver until A.J. Brown comes back. And... Derrick Henry got shut down. Derrick Henry only had 84 yards running. Historically, he does good in my 50-50 contest. Believe it or not, he was eight over 80% owned, which blows my mind. And I have breaking news for Jags fans. Breaking news for Jags fans. Long term, who do you want? Minshew or Lawrence? You obviously want Lawrence. Lawrence is way better of a talent than Minshew. Yes, Minshew comes in, wears jean shorts, ball sack hanging out, makes the game interesting, will run around. But I'm not buying Gardner Minshew. I would rather have Trevor Lawrence, who's a proven commodity and going to be way is already way more talented than Minshew. So let's just pump the brakes. They're building the offensive line. This Jags team is turning around, and Doug Monroe may be harder to fire him than everyone thought. I mean, everyone thought the Jags were going to be three and thirteen, you know, two and fourteen. Right now, they're one and one. A lot better off than the Vikings. A lot better off than the Lions in a weak conference. So, I, they're really surprising with how well they're playing. And they're, they're, they're a favorite against Miami in a short week. So, that's going to be really interesting going into that game to see how the Jags play and everything. Um, Cardinals beat down the Washington team at Washington after the big victory. That was kind of easy to see. I told people to play the Cardinals defense, which was good. Um, you know, Car- Kyle Murray, I would kind of pump pump the brakes in the MVP talk, but he is running the ball more, and that was my biggest criticism about Murray last year, is he needed to run the ball more because he would just sit back there and throw it away. Now, it's great when a quarterback doesn't throw the ball away, but but you need to be able to run the ball when you're as athletic as he is, and he eventually started running the ball, which was good to see. 
this defense is playing way better than I thought it would be. Cardinals could be a little sneaky team. Hopkins is that possession wide receiver that can move the chains. Um, Ravens, 33, Texans, 16. God, I had the money line here in the fucking Texans plus the 7.5. I'll say it right now. Bill O'Brien, next to Matt Patricia, is the second worst coach. Texans can't tackle. I mean, the whole game plan was a piece of shit. As my girl Jewel said on Twitter, Bill O'Brien can suck my ass. He is just an awful coach. And how he has the security he has is amazing to me. Texans team, defense is a huge liability. Like I said, they can't tackle. And what the Texans are doing to Watson, the Lions did to, did to um, are doing to Stafford. So they're just wasting his career. And I really think that Watson, as soon as O'Brien's done, is going to be a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So that was a little disappointing. Ravens are the Ravens. I mean, control the clock with a run. As soon as they decide who's the RB number one, he's going to be at a week-in, week-out play. Lamar is looking better. I still have questions about him being able to um, do multiple reads and throw the ball down the field. But if their defense is able to play like this and they have a great kicker, a great offensive line, I mean, they're going to be a real tough out. Like a real, real, real tough out. So, I mean, that game next week with the Ravens and the Chiefs, you know, that's going to be a great game. Um, the next game, Heartbreak Hotel, we had the Chargers plus the nine, but we lost the money line plus 327. Jesus fucking Christ. How the hell you have Justin Herbert, who is 6'6", and you have the Chiefs offense that's finally clicking. You got to go, you, you have to go for the touchdown there. You have to go, excuse me, not the touchdown, the first down. It was fourth and one deep in your own territory. And I understand if you don't get it, you are going to give them the ball, them being the Chiefs, in your own zone. But the Chiefs' offense was moving the ball. Your defense was obviously tired. Bosa couldn't even be on the field. You have to get let your young quarterback, who he did miss some throws, and he did have that awful interception, but he looked better than Taylor, which, moving forward, I think would be the better option. But you have to go for it there. He's six foot six. put him under center, put an offensive lineman, backup offensive line behind him, and just get the push and go forward. I mean, that really spoke volumes of Anthony Lynn and his coaching style, you got to play for the win there. And I know it's easy to, to be Monday morning quarterback, but I'm going to be the Monday morning fucking quarterback. you got to go for the fucking first down there. you got to go for the fucking win. You play to win the game. You don't play not to lose. You play to win the game. And that plus 327 money line would have been so juicy. I mean, so that's a plus 327 and a plus 528 in college on Saturday that we lost this weekend, which is a stinger. Late game, oh my God. We had the, you know, we had the, 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 the Pats plus four and a half and Bird to score a TD. Bird, like I said on the Gino Bacala podcast, is a sleeper. Definitely worth a look. Play the most snaps. Going to get a lot of targets. Um, Cam's got stuff short. I mean, I like the play. I, I can't complain about the play. That like I would want Cam Newton trying to score that. Cam Newton is a big dude. I would want him to score props to Seattle defense for bringing him home, but... Dude, that's two games in a row. Seattle's defense have gotten lit up. So everyone's like, oh, they're Seattle, 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 so Drew all Adams. Well, they gave up 30 points to the Patriots, okay? And they gave up 25 points to the Falcons. So let's kind of pump the brakes with how good the Seattle's defense is because in the NFL, you do need to win the game on the defensive end if you want your team to be successful. Uh, brutal day, day yesterday, guys, you know, the guys that are part of my service, I know it, 
I don't hide anything. Brutal day. We will rebound nicely, I promise you. Um, it's a process. You got to stay with the process. We'll get going on that. Anyone that's interested, all my spreadsheets can be found on etof21sports.com. Pricing can be found on etof21sports.com if you guys are interested in memberships. Uh, big game tonight. I'm going to dive into player props, see how that line moves. Right now it's at it's Saints minus the 5.5. Hopefully we can get a little bit more value on the Las Vegas Raiders. But that's it for today's Reaction Monday podcast. Stay safe, be well, and I will talk to you guys on Saturday.